Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code cornerbooth for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here's your host, Jared Clinton. I am joined by... <laughs> See, you threw me first. That was awesome. That was awesome. Do it again. I was oh, like, that was so boring. That was such a boring I am joined intro. by my sidekicks, uh, Samir and JD. He's always trying something new. The intern, Jake, will be with us later. I always just feel like throwing a curveball at these guys. Um, you just hit him with that gym dance. Hello, friends. <laughs> I, I, yeah, fuck gym dance. Um... <laughs> I've been working since four six thirty cool. this morning. I'm exhausted. I'm drinking a ten percent IPA right now as a starter. That's oh, that's dedication I have off right tomorrow. there, folks. Oh, is that oh, is that breaking news just coming in? I, I um I I'm gonna have a warehouse day, so nice. I have a half day tomorrow. Oh, Jared's about to get lit on the on the pod tonight, then, bro. No, I gotta I gotta edit this damn thing. Um. Yeah. Speaking okay. of getting lit, yo, I was 3-0 and in bets this weekend. Let's fucking go, boys. My That's debut dope. is a better, legal better. The upset king, back-to-back wins, back on track. Just saying, just throwing it out there. Thank you, Falcons. I'm back. I'm sorry. Uh, I went with my normal failure Jets. You did? It's a joke at this point. Yeah. Um, well, I, I thought it would be, be, be close to the game. To be fair. Um, they had a chance. Uh, Colts look bad. Colts have looked bad. Yeah, and also Mike White probably would have put up a, a fight if he didn't get hurt in the second drive. Yeah, yeah. The game was pretty tight before that. Before that, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Also, we got OBJ. More Raiders news because God, who's sick of that shit? Um, Joker versus Jimmy Butler. College football, the one sentence game. We might even talk some music, movies. We're adding a little more layers and in-depthness to the show as well. So, we're going to rock and roll. We're growing. We're We're like an onion. We're like an onion. We have layers. Jesus, Shrek. Um, (laughs) I mean, you are like 6'4 and a big dude, so I kind of work. I studied Shrek in class this semester. It's a great movie. Which one do you you guys' donkey? Kevin. Kevin? Yeah. (laughs) Because he's a superior. No, yeah. Kevin's Lord Farquaad, bro. Kevin's because, Lord Farquaad. Because <laughs> Kevin's Lord Farquaad. No, Kevin's okay. got to be donkey because he annoyed me at first with his Alabama stuff, but then he grew on me, and now I love him. I know. That yeah, He's I like, agree. he's my donkey. He never really annoyed me, but he was like right off the bat, like hot with the Bama stuff. I'm like, all right, me and this dude, he's we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna fight here a little bit. But, yeah. I don't know. We should just start casting ourselves in movies. That'll be yeah. a fun segment. Um, so the Giants won, you guys. I'm feeling pretty good. I my I Eagles, know. my Eagles put up a fight. Everyone's <laughs> shitting on Sirianni. I'm like, guys, if we played the Chargers four weeks ago, we would have gotten beaten by 40. So I'm just saying this week power rankings. I mean, like of the NFC East, the Cowboys are dead last. The Giants are probably the best team, you know? 
Just to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just this week. Just this week. Just this Whatever week. Whatever magic mushrooms <laughs> ate before this show, keep eating them because at this point, you, you're halfway to Wonderland at this point. Sure. No, I, I'm saying we <laughs> no, we'll talk, listen, power rankings. I am devoting like <laughs> he's 30, not wrong. He's not wrong. I'm devoting 35 fucking minutes to the NFL today. Like we're giving it a full like half hour yeah, plus. No, a lot of football. It's pretty much all we got to talk College about. College football is gonna be basically like a couple of jokes, and that's about it. Let's get speaking of jokes, um, the refs last night. NFL officiating, yeah. You, you love that. Uh, yeah. First of all, as you all know, transition there. I am one of the most outspoken critics of referees. I think they are subhuman slime balls who make the game about themselves. Umpires. You do hate the refs. I hate really refs. Do. I hate umpires. I, hate, I I literally think it has become pageantry for these nutsacks. Refs, I umpires, no, no, Dabo Sweeney. Jerry. Jerry, I asked you this question. I've screamed at refs in person when I was in high school. Like I have like told them to go fuck themselves in person because I like nothing is more egregious to me than a bang bang call that can cause a ripple effect for the entire game. I don't mind a bang bang. Like here's oh, the thing: no, 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 these no, were not like, bang bang. These okay, were decisions. Like okay, so one of thirty seconds favorite, after the play decisions. So you guys know I've been screaming about how the Eagles love running pick pick routes, right? Rub routes. Pick routes, if you want a legal term. Um, the refs were looking for them in games. Sometimes they weren't even trying to run rub routes, and they were still call touchdowns back. It happened three weeks in a row. So, like, I have already had an axe around the refs this year. I'm a Miami fan, so the refs target us anyway. But sure. last night was – Everyone in, knows. My, last, I mean, night, last night – Last night – Hated my refs. Listen, like, from what I've heard from y'all, my boss, and everyone else on this – Freaking planet, because I of course did not get to watch any of the game last night. I'm literally wa- was watching the highlights. It's a bummer because we finally got to get prime time. Game. Oh my god, I I watched. I got actually. I'm gonna. I lied. I got to watch 30 seconds of it right before halftime. Oh okay. Before the Bears started making their comeback. Yeah, that you watched the bad parts. Um. So here's That's the why thing. I turned it off. I went to bed. Here's the thing. Everyone's gonna point to obviously the one play where big sack to get the ball back about three, four minutes left for the for the Bears, and they get the taunting call, right? And I will say this. Everyone on Twitter is pointing to the fact that they think the ref hip-checked him or whatever that is. That is not what the call was on. Like, do people get that? The call was on the stare down. A thousand percent the call was on the stare down. Which, okay, if, can we also talk about if how... If you only saw calls, on Twitter, you would think that, but that was not what the call was. I get was. taunting if it's an egregious being Still a Still terrible, jackass. by the way. Still an awful, awful call in that moment. Here's awful the thing. call. But I will say it was not the hip check. The Steelers cut this dude. Gets a sack. Stares down the team. I would have done the same. I would have pointed at these he was at the. He was at half field, too. It's not like he ran over to the sideline and was jawing. He literally made the play, did his little, like, jump kick, which I thought was actually pretty sweet, and then turns around, and as he's kind of walking off, it doesn't say a word. Like, they even zoomed in on him. doesn't say a word. Just looks down the Steelers' bench. If you cannot look at people, we cannot play football. This is too aggressive of a, of a sport. If you the cannot NFL, stare people down. The NFL, uh, NFL officiating owes which every is NFL sweet, fan by the way. A, a, a game ticket. It's sweet. It's awesome. Every, every kid dreams of staring down someone. Just, right, especially when, like, you've been, like, wronged or got cut. That's people like, like, yeah. remember the Titans. When – um. When uh, what, what's what's Ryan Hurst's uh, character? Um, the linebacker. I don't know. Oh, 
Uh, Gre- Greg, Gary, Gary Bertier. Gary. Bertier, yeah. When Bertier stare points at the opposing coach, yeah, that's like some eerie shit, right? Yeah, like, no flag, flag. Titans don't yeah, win the championship on that. It, no like, movie, no nothing. When did the NFL become a personification Gary's of how annoying American, American politics, American media has gotten? When did yeah. the MLB become the comedy skit? Look, the MLB it, annoys me the least, which it, I find it, hysterical. But like, it's funny because like football. These are grown men hitting each other. Like, if you if your feelings get hurt because someone points a first down sign, like it's a rule that nobody was asking for, and it doesn't like make the game. Like, I understand with like the touchdown dances, at least like all right, they don't want them doing like sexual things or whatever. There are you know kids, push blah, blah, blah. you know push for this right? Uh John Mara, dumbass. No, well, he did. He did. The, Chief. <laughs> the Chiefs even more. I guarantee. The Hunt family is behind because of uh, Antoine Winfield doing this to Tyreek Hill in the Super Bowl. I guarantee that was part of it. But I know John um, Mara was a big factor, and that doesn't surprise me because that well, dude is he's the same schmuck boring. who um, held on for e- to Eli Manning for too long. Hall of Famer, in my book, held on for, for too long. I Draft deal with, with the I, I don't know. I kind of disagree with that. I disagree with that, but then we could go well, go on because that's a different. I, I don't think he's a first year Hall of Famer. I think he's like third or fourth year against it. No, I was saying held on to him too long. I don't think they held on to him. Too okay, long. listen, like after 2016, that should have been a wrap. No, the team, because the team because, is bad. I don't. Yeah, like, the team is bad. I think you give him a good line, he'd still be he'd be, be just as good. I'm as not ben. saying he's like Kobe or anything, but you get one of these guys that are like what they mean to an organization. There's not a more important. New York football giant, maybe Lawrence Taylor, but I would still say Eli is probably like one A, one B there. Like you give him I, two, I years, of, that, two years of being bad, two years of being bad for everything he's given you, you do it. Get guys around him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, like, I mean they that's draft, on like, them for not knowing how to draft. That, okay, like, that's yeah, right like Davis that. Webb, they drafted was awful. Uh, they got Geno Smith and free agency bad. Like they didn't do well, like trying to replace him or anything like that either. So they were kind of in awkward spots to in their two, draft. In two decent quarterback drafts, too. Like Davis Webb, wasn't he the same class as like Watson? Well, but that's like they had no shot at Watson. Like, you know what I mean? Though, they, like, no, that was they the had best a higher pick than the Texans did. Did they? I think so. Was that the 17? They were a playoff team in 16. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They didn't have a shot at Watson. Watson. Yeah, but they finished with a be- a worse record than the Texans did. Texans were a eleven win team. Y'all were ten win. No, but the Texans had someone's pick, didn't they? Watson went like they traded. Yeah, Watson up went high. Watson went higher than the Giants. Watson went the team. Yeah, I think that was still above where the Gi- or below where the Giants were. I don't know. I'll look up the yeah, Giants. Either way, had... we're getting past the I, point I, I, of how bad. Whatever. It's just how bad. Okay. The NFL refs were last night, and the more egregious call than any of that was the uh, the chop block they called for that kind of touchdown call back um, early fourth quarter, late third quarter, um, and then they immediately right after that two roughing the passer calls that were some of the most like obvious roughing the passer calls of the season back to back, and Justin Fields just doesn't get them because he's a rookie. And like I get, there's a little bit of that. There's some gamesmanship, but the one was like three seconds after body weight on top, like. When Big Ben's getting them for literally being like, they're not like taking Grace. him to the ground, like not taking him to the ground, like polite enough or like tackling them by their legs. Like if you've seen some of these calls this year and then Justin Fields is just getting obliterated left and right. And a lot of that's his offensive line and, and bad. But 
some of those are like, look, we got to like, I know I'm a rookie, but like, you're kidding, right? It was really bad. Um, they called about 30 offsides calls, uh, which is interesting because it's as simple as it's like, just line up on sides. It's such like a nuance that that call at times. And I think like guys think they're, they're in the right spot. And there's, I don't know. It's, it was really weird. It was a weird game, really poorly officiated. Uh, but Jake just came in. Hey, Jake. Jake. Yeah, Jordan, of course, is our uh, he's the where's Waldo of our group. Also, I by the way, Jake, now in your intern and now in your your contact, it says intern Jake, and there's a picture of Waldo. <laughs> but king of social media, been killing there, social media. Kicking ass last two weeks, man. I gotta give you credit. Um, I will. Which is more important than being on time for the show, I think. Yeah, like as you're, as, you're class. like, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm not and, saying like you're you're about to be late. You had a meeting. <laughs> no, I'm okay. um, no, I'd rather have you kill on social media. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, honestly, that's something Samir did do. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, wow, this sorry. guy is so One angry. More shot. I had to. Okay, that's right. it. Roughing the passer on Jared. Get him out of the game. JD, you are about as soft as an NFL ref. That kind of makes I sense. I am. I am. God. Okay. So offside penalties to me drive me nuts because. They let guys put their head, like half their face mask, over the ball, but they don't call that. They were like, last night. They, oh my god! I just NFL like. So my biggest question is, I'm surprised the NFL hasn't realized how much of a, a clusterfuck this is. I think it's they cost, do. You just can't change it in the middle of the season. Games already. Yeah. In, I remember there was one early in the season, but then Philadelphia it cost them the game against Tampa Bay. Then you have to cost Chicago the game against Pittsburgh. And it probably didn't cost them the game because actually Chicago like nutted up pretty hard after that. It very easily could have cost them the game, but Chicago's defense stood up and then field scored too fast. So like actually more time in theory, you don't know what works out. But but still, it, it was it was a game changer for sure. But good to see Justin Fields uh, lead his team down. Played really good. If you're a Bears fan, that's win-win. You got Justin Fields looking good, driving your team down late. Not every quarterback can just do that, especially as a rookie. Um, you're seeing some flashes out of him, both running and throwing. And then you also got Matt Nagy, another L, and another L closer, hopefully, to getting him and Pace out of there and uh, getting Fields an entire new staff. And the Giants have eight to nine picks back-to-back. Right. Right, right, right. Currently. And the Steelers continue to slide. Right now, we have the third, ninth, and 16th. (laughs) That's crazy. Okay, Kevin. Jesus. (laughs) So what? So what is it? It's 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 Dolphins, Colts, and then yours. Yeah. Um. So basically, all right. So my we can always agree. Speaking of weird shit. Um, the OBJ situation, which, J.D., you're the Browns fan here, so unbiasedly, did this come out of nowhere, or has this been hanging around for a while? Uh, no. I don't think it came out of nowhere. Um, I didn't think he was going to be long-term with the, with the Browns here or anything like that, but uh, I think the like, timing of it was kind of a little – like it, it, it came out of nowhere in the fact that, like, oh, shit, okay, this was boy- like getting ready to boil over at any minute. Oh, it's happening. Like, it was bound to happen. But it's like the it Michael Scott meme. Right. Okay, it's happening. Like, we planned for this. We knew this was coming. This was What's not the procedure? No yep, no no avoiding this at all. Um, it, But, like, right when his dad, like, did the video and stuff like that, then, yeah, so obviously we saw writing on the wall there. I did. Like, I think last week on the show I even said cut his ass, and they did. 
So you did. Yeah. And it, was, it was weird that it was right after the trade deadline that his dad posted all that. It's almost like he wanted out and like oh, to screw the Browns over as much as possible. His, his buddy LeBron tweeted free OBJ. He's got yeah. friends wearing free OBJ shirts. Like you don't think you think they made those that morning? Like they're yeah. very calculated. <laughs> and that's the thing with Odell that's super annoying is like he claims to not be a distraction team guy, whatever. And honestly, like I fell for it in Cleveland. I thought he was on his way to kind of doing that because he was, even though he wasn't playing well last couple of years, stayed quiet, stayed positive, whatever. In the back of his mind, though, he's always got his escape plan ready because that's just who he is. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's just who he is. He had it in New York. He had the excuses ready. He has it now in Cleveland. And good luck to whoever gets him. I hope it's not an AFC team competing for the playoffs. But And I'm it's an OBJ like guy. Bay I have an OBJ Connor? jersey. I used to love him, and I'm over him. Mm. He wants to go to the Seahawks, I've heard. Mm. Which is I heard hysterical because they're not even going to make the playoffs. If and they do, they're going to they're be like a seventh seed. They'll be like the third option on that team, and they're not even a playoff team. Really weird destination, I thought. Yeah. Saints yeah. Saint makes sense, but now they – Okay, really like, this makes a lot of sense. They don't really have a quarterback. Yeah, but though. the Saints don't have a quarterback now. So you're it's just, like, well, if I'm, you're bitching about Baker, yeah, like, you know, Trevor Simeon's a real upgrade. Yeah. Um, my biggest, my biggest fit for him is go follow Djax over to uh, Vegas. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good spot. Because the thing is, Djax runs one route. You have Brian Edwards, the big fell, the big receiver. Then you have all these in-between routes that Zay Jones and Renfro can kind of run. OBJ fits that bill. Also, Vegas, pretty good place to do your branding, right? Um, so, and I would say those two deserve each other with how dysfunctional they've been. Yeah. yeah. They, they like as much of a locker room cancer as OBJ is, like the bar is so low in Vegas. Right. It's perfect for him. He might bring it back together, honestly. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. As long as he doesn't like, you know, do something like to the level of like murder or racism, he's pretty much a hero mm-hmm. there. Or guys, which I don't think he's capable of. Pointing a modified M4 and AK-47 <laughs> at a camera too. Shout out sure. David Arnett. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. First round. Both first rounders from what was that? 2019. 2020. Gone. Or was it 2020? Yeah, it was a 2020. Class. 2020 gone. For they the have. Ages. They literally have one of those people. One of that entire class is still on the Raiders roster. Brian Brian Edwards. And both of those were thought to be reaches, even though I do think they were good picks talent-wise. Both kind of were producing to first They were good level. enough. Yeah, I think they were both um, – but they were both thought to be reaches, and the guy who reached for him is also gone. So it's interesting. A lot going on in Vegas. Vegas is just pure entertainment, guys. Come on. And and But you know what we're not going to do? We're not going to say that any of that has anything to do with the Giants winning. We beat them clean. We're the better team, and that's why we won. Yeah. 100%. You want to run that again, Samir? Yep. I'll say it again. I don't want any of this defunction in the Las Vegas Raiders organization. It has nothing to do with the Giants beating this week. The, the New York Football Giants beat the Raiders clean, and they were the better team. The New York Football Giants are the 3 and 8 team. You do oh, not want to play right now. Jake, I must have a hearing problem. Did he just actually say that? Like, he thinks the, the Giants are a better team than the Raiders right now? Well, well we who beat the Raiders? That. Who we beat the Raiders, that, actually? Yeah. Like, pretty handily. <laughs> handily, they were driving. Uh, I was a little nervous at, towards the end there. Never yeah. doubt. Okay, Never so doubt. My, I had family at the game. They're Raider Raiders fans. They live in Jersey. They literally were saying, like, up until the fumble on fourth and goal, we thought we were winning that game. 
Oh, oh, man, I thought we were losing that game. Until... Never a doubt. I thought it was going to be a classic um, Joe Judge blowing the lead. With the culture that Judge and and uh, Gettleman have created, there was never a doubt that that wasn't our game to win. Yeah, just really, really Go fundamentally Giants. sound. But the, Jay, three, the three and eight juggernaut coming Jay, your way. Three and six. Six, Jay, sorry. Jay, Jay, you've been looking for a new job since you got out of college, right? How would you go re- uh, replace uh, Pasanke, whatever the fucker name is, as uh, the press secretary? You spin everything right. I should. <laughs> I should. And I should be GM, too. I'd do that better. Not, like, much better, but better. Oh, my God. JD, we should just team up and be GM. Be GM? I like that. That'd be dope. You would have to, I, like, oh, I, I'd want to draft all Buckeyes, and you would have to talk me out of it. That would be our yeah. strategy. We're we're <laughs> hearing we're hearing from teams now. That's what we're, we're putting it out. Right. If right. hey, if you guys want us, and, and I'm gonna be a cancer for the rest of the league. Like, I'm my gonna problem is, rumors. I, I would uh, as a as a GM. I think we talked about this what Tuesday, last Tuesday. Um, if I was a GM, the problem was I would like look past character and like criminal history issues way too much. Hey, he runs a four three or. Oh, he can't do a curl run. Oh, he can't run this. I don't get like I'm one of those guys who always you sound like, like John Gruden right now. I'm not going to be honest. Okay, I'm not trying to sound like John Gruden. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold everyone. on. It's funny because Rugs was really fast, and that's like why he drafted. Okay, him. here's the thing: is like my it was, biggest. It was a joke. One of, my, one of my biggest things I ever said in draft coverage was the dumbest mistake every team in the 2019 draft made was passing on DK Metcalf because he couldn't run a good route. The dumbest thing I ever heard. That was what half the scout said. But the to be fair, that is half of being a receiver. The eagle, yeah. Tell that to the guy in the NFL who's like one of the most dominant deep threats in the league. Yeah, for there's a one one bus for every one of him. To be mm-hmm. fair, here's the thing: is what is his 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 floor was a more physical Darius Hayward Bay, and if you get him in the second round, that's still a steal. Because half of the time, once you draft receivers past the third round, it's a cluster. It's a it's a it's a shot. It's like it's random at that point. Fair. Speaking of Raiders and random, uh, Deshaun Jackson signing with the Oakland Raiders. Weird. Um, getting some speed to replace Rugs. Uh, ironically, the fastest guy in the Raiders got busted for going too fast and being drunk. I, I just Kevin tries to make these jokes, and I try to repeat them, and it just I feel dead inside when I say them. So. Um, there'll be yeah. no speed kills jokes here. There'll be no, uh, plus they're not even clever. No, anymore. they're not. And the not video, clever. the fit, I'm here the video, for a bad, the video, joke, a bad taste, but the video of rugs from the, like that went before the cops oh, yeah. got there. That was that's heartbreaking. I was like, Oh my God, that guy just, that guy just watched it. That guy just like basically watched a body. He killed dying. Wait, I didn't see this. It's, it's like, it's some dark shit. It'll like, Make it's crazy solo. because I thought taking a bunch of young, rich, professional athletes who leave college early and putting them in Las Vegas would be a ma- smashing success. But also, to be fair, um, Ruggs sent a text to Derek Carr apparently, and it was super cryptic. Right, but like it was like, hours before the accident. I didn't hear all this. It was something crazy like that. I heard like some story about this, and I just. I really think well. One, Jake said it best on our show last week. They have a car service in every NFL city. Just call it, guys. It's, it's, it's not. It's not rocket science. Two. If the, Derek, 
I'm not, I'm not saying Derek Carr should have done something. I'm saying if Henry Ruggs was showing this kind of behavior, this wouldn't be a first-time thing. Somebody should have been like, all right, maybe let's keep an eye on the dude before he you cried. Or no, that never mind. Sorry, that was a Arnett. Sorry, keep going. The Arnett shit. I don't even know where the fuck this came out of, besides the fact he's a bust. Um, pointing a modified M4 and an AK-47 at a camera, threatening to kill somebody. There were like NFL scouts and GMs that have said that, like the Ohio State coaching staff, like made it pretty clear to anyone who asked. He is incredibly talented, and we have got him in, like, a good support system. But this dude is a loose cannon, and, like, you need to know that before you draft him. Because he had, like, four, uh, like, rental car crashes in a month or something. Jesus. Like, while he was, like, like last year, I think. Like, what? what? Why are you renting cars and smashing it? Like, it's weird. And he's just kind of a head case um, in general. So, I guess that there were red flags, like, up the ass going into the draft. Like, even it's bad when, like, the team you come from is being brutally honest because usually you try to, you know, bump your guys up, you know, so it looks yeah. good for your program. But for the Ohio State coaching staff to be like, nah, this dude is a loose ass cannon. Uh, you got to have make sure he is in a great support system if you want it to work out. And yeah, maybe Las Vegas was not a great support system. And looking at the way that that program was built and kind of the crumblings behind the scenes, it's not shocking, I guess. Yeah. But speaking of, um, like shocking fighting and this and that. Did you guys see Joker just freaking uh, body? Body, body man. This is my okay. favorite thing on the internet right now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm on his side. Absolutely. He, got, he came like he wanted the smoke, and Jokic does not play around. That's what mm-hmm. I. That's what I gained from that. I hate to the like, it, it, even though it made for a great video of like Jimmy Butler like. I'll fight you. It's so easy to do knowing you're in a freaking NBA game in the middle of it. And there's zero chance that anyone lets you go out there and just start freaking punching each other. Yeah. And also it's just so easy to do. Like right before Jimmy Butler was screaming that from their bench, he was about two feet away from Jokic, nobody in between them. And he walked away. You wanted to take a swing. That was acting tough guy for now. I love I was wa- I, I've seen the video like a hundred times now. If you just pick a different Heat player every single time, they're all funny. Like Harrow sees Jokic, he's like, "Nope, I want none of that." Yeah. Bam Adebayo like sprints back at him. Is like, "Okay, what am I actually gonna do?" He walks. Yeah, he goes. Away. <laughs> like nobody has anything for Jokic, and then the stuff with his brothers tweeting at Marcus and Mark. Oh my god, so that's funny. what it was, right? Oh my god. It was yeah. it Marquise Morris? Marquise got hit. It's Marquise and Okay. Yeah, and Jokic's brothers are each like seven feet, 300 pounds. Like, Jokic is the runt of the litter in that family. And they all look like they're like bouncers for like the Serbian mob. Yeah. Not it's like stereotyping. So I literally say, I saw these dudes in the crowd once during a game. I was watching TV. I was like, holy shit, those dudes scare the shit. Like, <laughs> I, I'm like, so okay. I'm yeah. getting some very scary flashbacks to war movies from the like the Balkans. Was there what was happening before that? Like there obviously something led to it. I only saw the clip on Twitter. Like were they like jawing all game or like Yeah, I think they were just chippy all game. I yeah. didn't watch the game, but because the foul like before he hit him was a little bit chippy too, like on Markeith. It looked like it looked like uh Jokic had just gotten a rebound over Adebayo and Adebayo went to the ground and to me it looked like Markeith thought that Jokic had pushed him down he thought it was dirty so like Markeith was coming over to retaliate 
and Jokic was like, what the heck, man? And then, I mean, Markeith Morris is like 6'10", 280 pounds, and he looked like a rag doll. Jokic bodied him. That and was for the Morris brothers to be like, that shit's dirty. Like, do you, have you guys Yeah, when they're like, oh, watch yeah, you do what I basketball? turn my back. Watch you way you guys have ch- ever played basketball? Yeah. That's like Zaza Pachulia saying, like, that was dirty. I would never do that. <laughs> As he, like, sticks his leg out underneath. Zaza Pachulia, I think, is a body count at this point in the NBA. So yeah. Zaza was not on my bingo card to come up tonight. <laughs> well, Good okay, reference. You never, you never know. Well, okay, so I think we should also start doing a thing of quarter booth bingo card of, of, of like, five tendencies we all have that, came, <laughs> that come up. They're in, the, think- in the pregame, there's a couple, and I like – in the pregame, it's pretty simple. Kevin will at least re- like reference how his whiskey at least once. He'll mm-hmm. say, "Can I say something?" After having his head down for like five minutes, that's a Kevin. That's classic. He'll have that's his head classic. down, and we'll be talking about subject. He'll just randomly like get back in. Can I say something? Yeah, he'll be on his phone or whatever. He'll, <laughs> like, right. he'll look up. Pat will make some like comment that'll get us all like just die because it came out of Corn nowhere. Corn will be brought up. For sure. What? Corn, what in in, in re- reference to me, Pat will bring yeah. up corn. And ranch dressing. Pat's awesome because he's so monotone, but like his, right. his jokes are so funny. Also, Tune in on Thursday, guys. The pregame is a lot of yeah, fun. The pregame is – you guys, pre-game. it's just so fun. Even – okay, listen. Let's say you can't watch it for some reason. It's on – all the episodes are available on our YouTube and on our Twitter yeah. account. I was going to say, you can just replay it on Twitter. I did that for this last week. Or, so that was or, not hey, seriously, Twitter. generate some, some reviews on YouTube. Like, uh, go watch our show on YouTube. They're funny as hell. Um, you want to see something really uncomfortable? Watch Kevin make our boy Zach Kielman from uh, Gridiron. That was so funny. For an hour. I love Zach so much, and I felt so bad about this. Because he's a good kid and he's really smart about football. Yeah, I had my hand not, in that too. He is not part of the Stooge squad like us. We I are, called I called Joe Pop Nazi. All, all five oh, right. of us are implied, no, implied, 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 implied. All, all five of us are kind of of the uh Pat well, I mean, it's up in the school still. of disciples, Stooges. Like guys, we are literally all we are is short of is wearing costumes and tank tops on our shows, and we are True. basically McAfee disciples. Um or PMT disciples at this point. Like that is kind of our our shtick, and this kid, the poor guy, just did, it was not, he was not ready for it. Except Jake is way smarter than Billy Football. Yeah, and Hank. I don't know, together. dude. Billy Football is actually very yo. Smart. Okay, so listen, I have to. Listen, my boss. He's better PMT. now. I used to like not like him at all. Listen, they, my boss. They figured loves, it I, out. I never listened to PMT that much until I started working my job. My boss listens to them like every morning. I, I Billy like football. Billy football annoys me. Hank, I swear, is the dumbest Boston fan I've ever met in my life. I, I love Hank, though. I love. It's him. like his shtick, dude. I started listening to PMT when I was fifteen. Yeah, I was I gonna think, say. I think it has had way too much of an effect on like the way I talk and shit. Like, Easy. I I find myself like trying to be big cat in social settings, and I go home and I'm like, oh, cringe. Like, yeah, ooh. I'm not. Oh. I'm not nearly funny <laughs> enough. <laughs> it was kind of a weird. Like, I I feel that though, Jake, because like. I started listening to McAfee about like a year and a half ago, and someone's like, "Dude, you like you literally have a you know what show you like because you act like him a lot on the show. You should listen to McAfee for five minutes." <laughs> I watched one five minute clip. I was in, I was dying. I was like, McAfee. "I love McAfee." McAfee. Yeah. My dad used to listen to McAfee on like morning radio when he played for the Colts. He used to go on like the Bob and Tom show, which was like an XM like radio thing. 
And my dad's like, he's like a stand-up comedian who punts for the Colts. I'm like, Pat McAfee? Like, he's funny? I'm like, I know he's sweet at, like, trick plays and stuff. And that was my first introduction. I heard him on, like, this radio show in my dad's car. And now he's what he is, which is, like, totally, he was the same then. You just, he was a punter. Yeah. So no one I'm not, I'm was, not going to act like we don't, we don't base our show off of the McAfee show a little bit. Of course, I am the, the head stooge, the... Everyone's, I mean... Lead jackass. I guess some, um, JD is definitely my Boston Connor. Uh, and <laughs> um, Samir is definitely Ty Schmidt. Jake, you're kind of a, <laughs> a hybrid of, definitely hybrid of Gumby and uh, COVID Cowboy Diggs. I'll take it. Yeah, is that Ty way. the Packers fan? Ty the Packers yeah. Yankees fan. I hate that my comparison is a Boston fan, but I'm probably as obnoxious as him. So I, I, I you it. are as obnoxious as Boston. Yeah. But you know, when Boston Connor is my age, by the way, which I find utterly hysterical. Which is awesome. Wait, wait, what? How? That's so funny. Dude's biggest claim to fame is tackling AJ Dillon in high school. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Yo, I remember that was the first. Episode. Like I got him. I got him. <laughs> I had just subscribed to him, and because I, I listened to before, but I was like a regular listener at this point. I listen to probably three out of every five shows a week, right? Especially Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Always entertaining. Very um, entertaining. Well, yeah. Now it's got especially extra. this week. Especially, especially the past listen, couple weeks. Unless you've listened to the whole epi- the whole interview end-to-end, you cannot comment on it. That's my new rule with that. I did. I did. Then Katie can comment. I just – it was a good – like I'm just saying, like especially this week, he was very entertaining. Oh, my God. Did you guys watch I enjoyed today? listening so- to him. It was so funny. Rogers goes, yeah. I oh, I didn't today. Sorry, I was talking about that. He goes, oh, I've talked to a lot of my doctors. Like, uh, or, uh, These are like, I've been talking to my doctors. This was a decision that I made after talking to them. And then uh, Pat McAfee goes, uh, so uh, what doctors? Uh, Dr. Joe Rogan and who else? Because, <laughs> you know, Matt, also because like McAfee's a ball buster. And the thing is, like, he's I got to give McAfee some credit because he's made me not hit Aaron Rodgers anymore. I actually think Rodgers is a star. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I find agree. the best shows do. They take guys that are so fucking hateable. Like I love like Joe Kevin. Buck. Yeah, <laughs> we make like Kevin I love horrible. Joe Buck just because of PMT. That no, fair. I, I like Joe Buck more. I don't Joe like Buck, him calling okay. games, but I like him as a person. Okay, so he, so very self aware. Do you guys hear what yeah. happened around like Halloween this year? Yeah, he came nah. on this podcast and basically was talking about his fucking. Um, I don't know. Podcast was my my neighbor who listens to our show. Shout out to uh, shout out to Ian. He was yeah. telling me about this. Yeah, he actually lo- loves our show. By the way, um, he was telling me about Joe Buck and how like I guess he was talking about how he's married to like some twenty five year old trophy wife or thirty year old trophy wife. And he's got two dope, like, dope, uh, dope, a, dope, a baby dope. with her, and he's like bitching about how he's like he's old. He works a lot. He doesn't want to be a dad or some shit. I was like, yo, that's some fucked up stuff. He just said on the internet, like, yo, like you don't say that shit. But of course, it's Joe Buck, so nobody gives a shit. But it's just like, yo, some of these guys who come on these podcasts, like media people, are comfortable. media people are loose cannons. Everyone talks about athletes being like, like out of there. No, media people are way worse. Well, because guys like Joe, but like there, there are guys that like they're almost bulletproof unless they really f up. Like they can yeah. kind of like just you gotta, say stuff. You gotta drop like an f bomb or, or a racial slur or something like. But that. But like Joe Buck too. Like it, like there's no one like opening up their show with Joe Buck said an f bomb on part of my take. But people are opening up their show with like guess what Aaron Rodgers said on Pat McAfee. You know, Yo, like athletes listen. are much more. Oh my favorite! My favorite thing was watching like these like these super. His wife's forty five, by the way, so it's not bad. What? His wife's forty five, by the way. She's not like young, young. 
Okay, yeah, fair enough. She um, has a smoke. She is hot. She yeah. is gorgeous. Um, and she, I'm sure no. she's a great person. <laughs> Super big personality. Um, hey, you know what, Joe Buck, good looking kid. Let's say it. He's 52, so I don't know if he's a kid, him. but yeah. Yeah, yeah all right. Oh, Just yeah, for yeah. men, he's been rocking. Okay, that so. Was- Boys, we've uh, we've talked enough about this already. Let's we gotta get to football <laughs> before Samir gets rolling here. College football happened this weekend somehow. Er, um, er, boiler up, er, er, boiler up. Yo, Oregon got a good one. Okay, so the I swear, like the Boilermakers should all make sure to say I am inevitable. They're not gonna make a, like a serious bowl game, but they are the destroyer of perfect seasons. I swear, I love this. Not just it's, this year too, like hey. What is it with Purdue? They just literally just come in to ruin your shit. They have the most wins unranked over top five teams in college football history by like seven wins. Like it's not close. Like the team. Yo, that is a major league stat right there, and I fucking love it. It's incredible. It's like, hey, look, like we're gonna be average as shit, but we're gonna get one or two like like monumental, like university big wins a year. Um, but I actually feel better that they beat Michigan State and Iowa because I feel like they've used all their fairy dust and hopefully Ohio State smacks them this week. I love this view so much. <laughs> all right. All right. Makes me feel small, Jared. I don't like it. You're six foot four. Get used to it. I um, like to feel small. Oh, my God. I just, you know, oh Lord. Michigan, it's, it's so funny to me. How Michigan State, like the Cincinnati shit. I, I, JD, you sharing those memes after the Bengals getting smacked around by your, uh, yeah. I thought that was really clever, by the way. I came up with that. I made that. I, that I know you did. I was thinking about putting it on our major thing, but I'm like, we're not like an Ohio show, you know? So I'm like, I'll just do it. Um, any press is good press. So next okay. time you come up all with right. a meme like that, all right. This goes for all, all three of you jabronis. Like, literally, if you have a major league level meme, be Kevin. Punch it out there and hope your mom checks it out. Um, <laughs> um, update. Different me and Kevin. My mom will check it out. OBJ has talked to the Pats, Chiefs, and Saints, as well as the Packers. He left Ooh. a voicemail. I'm weirdly not afraid of him going to the Chiefs. Oh, I'm I, the Chiefs don't scare me this year. The Chiefs are okay, like so the problem team. is, I think Tyra Matthew might murder Daniel Soren, Daniel Sorensen before the end of the season. I think he's bad. Happen. He's just bad, and he's a dirty player. He literally gets smoked on every ball over twenty yards. I don't he's understand. So How is he a safety in the NFL? His footwork is atrocious on tape. If you guys want to watch something hysterical, Google Daniel Sorensen like coverage blunders or like coverage woes or whatever. Just Google it, and there's a, there's YouTube videos of him just literally stumbling or rolling back his coverage, missing throws. It is the hilarious. It's literally like every like every person who's ever played Madden and actually has an accidental Madden broken coverage by the AI. It literally looks like that on on tape. It's hysterical. I don't think this guy has a starting job. Like there are decent safeties in free. There are probably decent safeties like that are like on practice squads who can cover better than this. This is hysterical to me, but. Anyway, going back to college. Um, Samir, your team won me uh, some money. I love oh, them. Oh, you minus, put some money? Love them minus seven. It felt like it was my last oh, week. Yeah. And they scared the shit out of me in the first half, but they figured it out. That's been happening recently. I'm going to bet yeah. on college this weekend because I haven't bet on – I only bet on uh, Pro Bowl. I like ten, this was like 10 bucks. That's that's money. Oh, no, me. no, no, no. Like yeah. I only threw like six bucks <laughs> down on the, e- on the Eagles covering, and they did. So, like – 
Yeah. Yeah, I've actually done really well in college this year. I'm not like a better, but I was like I took my winnings from like the first week and kept like snowballing it until like yeah. I actually have a decent amount of money. So now I'm like, ah, I guess I'll bet college with my doubling winnings. my money. I did a I'm doing I did well. A I did a two leg parlay uh, with the Titans. I said they're gonna win, or no, they're gonna cover. I should have done they're gonna win. I would I would have made like sixty dollars. Um, and I also said Peterson's gonna score a touchdown. I hit on Oregon, Purdue, and lost on Kentucky. Screwed me. I thought that, that minus Never, one. Just don't, just don't bet on SEC teams. It, yeah, it's true. It felt it, it was a rat line, and I took the cheese. I took the bait. But I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to do. I have 21 bucks to play with this weekend. I haven't even put it. I haven't even hooked up my bank account. To, uh, I had leftover money from my uh, oh, DraftKings fantasy account, I so know. I literally just started like just doubling it and tripling it. I, I love Venmo think, money because in my mind it's just not real. It's food games. It's so not real. I've been thinking about this all the Fairy time. Fairy dust. Man. Fairy Venmo dust. Venmo is yeah. Venmo money real. is literally. Yep. It's, it's, it's not even Dogecoin. Money. It's literally just the Doge. It's yeah. the dog. Well, here's the thing: is like I'm the I'm that person who literally the second it's Venmo to me pulls the trigger and sends it to my bank account. It gets no, going. no, those Our are free fun coupons. Up, I would never. Yeah, those are free fun coupons for me. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fun coupons, um, actually not speaking of fun coupons. Sorry, I was going to well, say. No, hold on, hold on. Well, no, hold on. We'll take a time. Before we finish college football, what amount of money has to be sent to your Venmo before you actually be like, all right, let me put this in my account? Uh, like a specific Venmo? Like, 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 let's say like you get Venmoed something. How much money does it have to be before you like, all right, let me put this in my bank account. Let's do this. Probably like over 50 bucks if it's one Venmo, like for something. <laughs> That being said, I currently have like $120 in my Venmo because of like $10 Venmos and stuff like that. Okay, maybe it's because I, I was... have taken $10 at the beginning of the college football season and I have made it $120. Okay, so I'm just maybe... saying, I'm El Fuego. I should I'm... start giving out picks on the show. Maybe it's because I'm such, I was broke, like to the point of where I had like $6 to my name at one point when I was 22. If I get a cent, or no, I get like over like ten bucks in my Venmo, it's automatically in my account. I press the button immediately. I am weird like that. I just it to me, it's like get it in my bank account, get it in my savings, do something with it. Because I know it's like to have no money. So maybe for me, like I, if it's over ten bucks, I automatically it's like no question in my account like that afternoon. But I'm weird like that. I don't know, Samir. But uh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have like so much money in my Venmo account right now. Because I'm again, cannot relate. I I don't I don't understand it. Like I at one point I think I had like I just look well, at leaning, it as like a second bank account. You know? I'm really leaning towards uh, getting the Venmo card. A lot of my friends are starting to get this Venmo card, and it's and it's oh, interesting. Really? Just like yeah. make it your bank account. Well, no, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, kind of in a way. I think you it's get like a debit certain, card. Yeah, pretty much. And that would help with like it's just like oh, my Venmo money is my spending money. That's like a good way. Yeah, to put it. that's kind of actually a good way to put it, Samir. That's have- kind of how I use it. I have a bunch of friends that have the Venmo card, and it's actually so convenient when we like go out to dinner or something because we just Venmo them it, and they throw their Venmo card yeah, on it, yeah. so we all pay for it. It doesn't take out anybody's account. But Jared, you you're like definitely a bill. you definitely handle Venmo the right way. Like you should definitely 100%, take you're your responsible. Money, put it in your yep. account. I, I don't because so, I'm stupid, but that so, is the responsible way to handle. Yes, it. Okay, yes. so I will tell you this, boys. Uh, working in the financial industry for a year and watching your yourself almost go bankrupt twice puts a little PTSD about your money situation. So if y'all are ever out with me and you'll see this very fast, 
I am so about like, all right, how can I cut a corner here? How can I cut a corner here? Say 50 cents, a dollar, 30. Oh, I just sure. see it because I lived in that industry. It's weird. I don't get, I never. That's not weird at all. It's responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because I want to, you know, live, move out of my parents' house. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, a thing to me. Like, you know, like I, I, I'm supposed to be buying a truck in April. It's like, you know, things for, like that. Like to yeah, me, it's uh... like. I literally in my head while I'm working now, like all right, so like my tattoo right was six hundred fifty bucks. I the one I just got like two weeks ago. I legitimately said to myself, okay, I'm going to save up six hundred fifty bucks in tip for my new job, side money hustles, whatever. And I had six fifty in my account on top of my base level pay. We're good to go. Perfect. So that's what it is. All right, financial planning with the corner booth. There you go. Um, listen, I was a great financial planner since I was 22. Nobody wanted to buy anything from me. Um, Bama might not be hurricane, that good, guys. Speaking of buying it, my Bama might not be that good. Can we talk about not your hurricanes and that Bama might not be very good first? Okay, can, I just want to say because that's what the people want to hear. I literally just want to say, what the fuck, Miami? 14 point lead, three minutes what, in, and they do? almost lost. Would you play? I don't even know. Georgia Tech. Yeah, okay. Georgia Tech, Miami. Oh, by the way, okay, so I'm, I got to give a little shout out to Georgia oh, Tech. What are we doing here? They are the kings of peanut ball. These dudes peanut punch like they're like it's their job. I don't know what that means. The fumble Just... punch, the peanut punch. Come on, y'all know this peanut Tillman? Oh, okay. Sorry, I wasn't looking at you if you did that. Yeah, the peanut punch. Like these dudes like force five fumbles in the first half against it. I never Miami doesn't fumble. That's like one of their sticks. They may get penalties. That's not true. Fumble. I heard they fumbled like five times this past week. Shut the fuck up, JD. All right, let's talk about Bam. All I'm going to say is Miami's been 3-0 since Van Dyke's been given the keys to the playbook. So, Woohoo! Love my Connecticut. Hey, hey, he's a Connecticut boy. Got to give him some love. I want Bam to lose the second time so bad. That would be the so... – that would be And not to okay. Georgia. Like, I want them to lose before that, so I don't have to stress out world... about the SEC Can we talk about first-world problems for a second? I saw the most first world tweet of all time from some of our our Bama friends. After how much shit we talked, we should have beaten them by more than six. Just be happy you fucking won, you DJs. Like fuck off. Yeah, Kevin sent me a snap and he was like, "I'm so sad. We lost this. We lost this game." Yeah. I mean, no, I got that. Kind of did. Okay, so yeah, one LSU. Covered. I I like not to be an asshole. I can semi relate to what Kevin is talking about because when you don't beat these really good, like these not good teams, like Ohio State to Nebraska this week, you sit there and you think to yourself, "Shit, are we like national championship good?" If the answer is no, the season's kind of a bust for oh, those oh, like no, top I, I, six. No. The one year programs. that Miami even had those aspirations, we 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 only beat. So like, I kind of get that. We only beat Virginia by a field goal. Like, oh fuck, we're, are we the really? Are we going to be able to beat Clemson? No, I get it. I get that perspective. And usually, you can let one go, but Bama but the and same Ohio time, State have both showed it this year that they're not. Bama's the second best team in their conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Okay. Bama is the second best team in their conference. So, what cracks me up about all of this is that. I, I look at – so the college football landscape to me is hysterical because this year, if there was ever a year for a random team to come out of the ACC or the Pac-12 or the Big 12, whatever, it was this year. Yeah. Can we be honest? The only team that looks unbeatable is Georgia. Yes. 
Yeah. Because JT Daniels improves every single damn week. That's the defense. It's just. And their defense. Oh, you didn't let me finish. Their defense is lights fucking out, man. They don't miss. Yeah. And on top of that, Bama struggles with everything. Like they looked, they looked so good against Miami week one. Right. And then everyone's like, Oh, Bama, same old Bama. And I'm like, eh, they should have beaten us by more. <laughs> and I have one selfish. Oh, sorry. Continue. All I'm going to say is, and then you have Oregon who has a game manager as a quarterback, but they have a great running game and a good defense. But then you have Ohio state who I don't even know what to make of Ohio state. Cause y'all can't figure your single is your quarterback improving. Oh, yeah, I think so. Enough to win a national title. I don't know the answer to that yet. Fair enough. First-year starter. The king poop to God, like, point of the the Eiffel Tower, the crazy-ass icing on the cake is that the only team coming out of the Big 12, which is going to be Oklahoma, looks like dog shit. They had to replace their quarterback – AKA Kmart Patrick Mahomes after about two weeks. Cause yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I will only refer to Spencer Rattler now as Kmart Patrick Mahomes. Ah, he's not even that. Okay, fine. Dollar General Patrick Mahomes. Okay, that, that's fair enough. Mobile Jake. Dude, I got I got I was in a room in the library. I got kicked out of it by some people that had it reserved after me. Oh, oh that blows. I had the shit until seven o'clock. This person comes in at six fifty nine fifty nine and knock it on the door. Like, you gotta get out of here. I was like, Probably oh, got a group on. project or something. It was I hope they yeah. I mean, it, it did. Granted, I hope I, it was like a group study room, and I was all alone, so it looked a little weird on my part. But fuck you, people. Yeah, I hope they so, fail the group projects. Fucking bitches. So yeah, so I just kind of slammed my computer and didn't text in a rush of anxiety. But here we are. There we go. Mobile Look, Jake, for I love the dedication. That's get right. yourself an intern like this, guy. Seriously. If, right. if, yeah, get yourself an intern like this. Dude is literally joining the show from his phone while he's walking back to his dorm. Mm-hmm. Can I rant? Can I say one selfish rant? Not okay. Rant, just real quick, uh, college Go football. I'm so tired of Bama tweeting out like Jamison uh, Williams stat lines and being like, could you believe Matt, Ohio State let this guy go? He transferred, blah, 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 blah. Ohio State's on pace to have 3,000-yard receivers. That's been done four times in the history yeah. of college football. Jackson Smith Najigba, the guy who replaced him, this week had 15 catches, an Ohio State record, and 240 yards and a touchdown. Shut the hell up. I'm so tired okay. of seeing that. That is such a dumb take. How does the, how do you let this guy go? How do you let this guy go? Right. He literally wouldn't play at Ohio State. Um, hey, JD. Sorry. Just, like, you know what's better? than So that this guy who transferred from uh, Ohio State to Bama, you know whose stat lines are better? The guy we stole from Oklahoma. Oh, our, Rambo? Charles Rambo. He's a beast. He's had two different quarterbacks this year. So, you know what? Just Bama fans are the fucking worst. <laughs> Jamison Williams is awesome. In a normal oh, year, he'd awesome. be Ohio State's, like, number one receiver. They just happen to have one of the best wide receiver rooms in, like, the history of the sport this year. Oh, I know. I know. It's all good. But that was a selfish rant. I just uh, didn't say it Any other talks before we get going on? Pretty boring week in college football. Samir, uh, got 17 yeah, minutes, so. I just think uh, my last thought is Oregon, these games that people are like, oh, these are the ones they're going to lose, they keep pulling them out, and it's impressive. Okay, first of all, U-Dub may be the most underwhelming football program 
the season. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's yeah, no they reason to be good. why they shouldn't. Be I have them as like a dark horse pack. I know champion. So there, there is no chance. There is no reason why they shouldn't be a like legitimate like ranked team, like at least like the high twenties or like teens. But no, they couldn't even figure that out. They are awful. Um, or just just gotta with- win. That's it. All they gotta do is yeah. win, Smear. That's the All nice right. thing with the situation you're in. You just gotta win. All right. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, that time of the week again, of course. We're going to get this rapid fire going because I know Samir's got it wrong. We're going to start with New York Giants. Actually, no, I'm I'm kidding. we got to start with the Thursday night game, of course. We'll start with the pick. It is time for the one-sentence game. America's favorite game. You You know the drill. Me and the boys each get one sentence. We are talking NFL football, all 16 games or 18, 14, whatever the fuck happened this weekend. Starting it off, Thursday night football, Mike White and the Jets taking on Carson Wentz and the uh, Colts. Samir, you're up first. Yo, Jonathan Taylor is exactly what we thought he was. A goddamn monster. Like, holy. Just crazy stuff. Uh, My sentence is simply this. Of course, the Colts had to knock Mike White out to get the W. Mike White, the destroyer, 2021. I am a bit. I am the biggest Mike White guy on the on the planet. By the way, like I like for a non Jets fan, I love Mike White. He's great. I like anyone that makes uh, Wilson look bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want that guy to not have a job. I want him to trade him so bad. Um, my sentence is: This is all my father's fault. Uh, he has now taken the Jets to play. Three separate times. He's a pilot, so he piloted them to play three separate times. They are 0-3 in those games and 0-3 against the spread. 0-3 against the spread. So next time my dad flies the Jets, I will let you guys know and take whoever they're playing with the points. Uh yeah, I'm gonna take the over. I'll take I'll take the whole money line. This is like down the strip on FanDuel. Everything. He is oh yeah. To be fair, they have been really bad, and he has only last two years. So to be fair. The spread is the alarming thing. JD, you missed our to be fair harmony. To be fair. Nice. boy. All right, cool. All right. Jake doesn't get a sense of this one because he's currently switching media platforms. Jake's got a lot going on right now. Yeah, he, he, got, he got booted out by a bunch of dumb shit, so we're probably going to fill their group project. Anyway, Raiders Giants. I'll start off first. Jesus, y- y'all couldn't beat the. Uh, okay, listen, Giants fans, I love y'all. Y'all are blue blood fans. <laughs> no, y'all don't. are great. You Jesus. don't love us. You don't love us. We don't love no, you. No, you guys are still better than Dallas fans. Even though this week you guys are testing. All right, truce, truce. Um, enemy of an enemy is a friend. Yeah, enemy of an enemy is my friend. Except this week, y'all are fucking testing me. Um, all I'm gonna say is, guys, the Raiders had one of the had another wild week with the rug shit and Arnett and all that stuff, and they still almost beat y'all. Great win, just. Pump the brakes. It's okay. You just pump the brakes. Let, let, win a couple of games, then start running your mouth. Go for it. I, but just pump the brakes. All right. Let, let's get Saquon back. Let's get my boy uh, 26 running the ball again so I can actually start winning fantasy games and not relying on Kevin having the worst week in fantasy history. I'll put the screenshot in the group chat later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, Jake, Raiders, Giants. Raiders, Giants. Um,. One second, I'm, I'm just getting settled in. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. All right, cool. Um, I don't know. We talked about it a little bit at the top of the show. Uh, the Raiders are going to collapse from the inside after that whole thing. Um, 
they lost to the Giants because the Giants are the better football team and they are more fundamentally sound. Right, right, of course. There's no leadership structure in Las Vegas. So how many brownie points are you trying to get from J.D. and Samir there? <laughs> it's working. I think it's working, yeah. Um, J.D., did you talk yet? Hopefully a couple. I'll, I'll go and let you finish out, Samir. First of all, uh, Dave Gettleman still deserves to be fired. Um, Jason Garrett still deserves to be fired. They're the only team in the league this year who has not had a 30-point performance, and they have offensive weapons. Um, and just to finish off, calm, I'll throw a comment in there. Just to finish off, um, uh, Devontae Booker is playing really well, and this offensive line is kind of playing really well as like a running the ball, which I didn't really expect coming in this year. So no excuses for Saquon when he gets back. An all-pro guy needs to – to be a freak with the, with the way they're playing. So go ahead, Samir. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know we didn't have the ball for very long in this game because of the pick six, but we still only totaled 294 yards, one explosive play, one pass play over 20 yards, which that sweet touchdown pass to Ingram. And which proves it's just like, if you let Danny sling it, he'll sling it. That's right. But the Giants play calling is still way too conservative. Jason Garrett's uh, holding this team back. Yeah, yeah. Jason Garrett is very clearly <laughs> holding this team back. I think that should be addressed in the offseason. He's a sleeper cell. He's still on the Cowboys, right? He's that loyal to Jerry Jones. What's yeah, he's a sleeper cell if you are I, – I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know cell. at this point. It's a sleeper cell. Sleeper cell. All right. Um, next up on the list, we'll just keep rolling with the most boring game I watched all Sunday. Patriots, Panthers. I'll start off. It's PJ Walker time. Just stop. Sam Darnold's done. Just put PJ in. I want my I want my XFL MVP candidate. Let's do this. Um free DJ Moore 2021. Um Bill Belichick is starting to think his team is actually good because the way he is dressing again. Um He's starting to dress like old Bill, just dripping with uh, old man swag. Did you guys see what he wore walking into the stadium with, like, the little cutoff sweats and stuff? When Bill Belichick dresses like that, I think he thinks he's got a good team. I think he might be right. This Patriots team is, like, just so well coached, and they scare me for next week for the Browns. Anybody? Um, yeah, I mean, I really don't know – where it's coming from. It, I think it's – we are now recognizing that uh, Belichick and Brady are both great. I mean, because the argument was who's great and who's not. They both are. That's settled. Belichick is coaching this team amazing. Can I say Brady's great to err, though? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Then I'm happy. Jared, did you yeah. go? I went. I, I just talked about how um it was the worst game I'd ever watched, and we should start. And they should start uh, PJ Walker immediately. Uh, yeah, Darnold is garbage. Darnold's Dan garbage. Darnold is a human waste of space as a quarterback. Probably the nicest guy in the world, but he should stop playing quarterback. Yeah, um, he's that quarterback that uh, you were told how good he was in college, and with your eyeballs, you're like, is he good? Because everyone says he's good, and he doesn't seem that good, and the NFL is the exact same way. I was told once by a Jets fan 
this was two years ago during like the Wentz 2019 year where he basically threw to Samir in deck chairs. Um, <laughs> Sam Darnold's a better yeah, quarterback. At least he had a dominant number one, Samir. Yeah, exactly. You and Darnold. Right, right. Yeah, Sam Darnold. I'm, I'm defending a quarterback who pissed me off to the point of where like I don't want him back on my team. I just want him to play 75% of the snaps. He, they were like, oh, Wentz is better than uh, – Wentz, Wentz sucks compared to Darnold. I'm like – you want to run that one again, Chief? You still they, seeing those? They both suck. Oh, no doubt. But honestly, I can think about 28 other quarterbacks in the NFL. We're arguing what smells worse, shit or puke. Can't we just agree they both smell like shit and we can just move on? I, would, I yeah. would argue shit smells worse. I mean, puke smells worse. but um, Yeah, but they neither are a pleasant smell. Oh, no, n- never. But ripping ass or puking was worse. Um, Either way – um. Moving on. Say let us know. Topics. Tweet at us. Yeah, yeah. Let us. Yeah. <laughs> Tweet at us. Your answer. Jesus Christ! This has gone off the rails. All right. <laughs> Falcons Saints. JD's upset pick. JD, I am so happy the Falcons won. You have no idea. I don't even care. I will. I didn't put money existence. on it. I don't even know who I took. I willed it into existence. Um. Yeah, the Saints have been the biggest fraud I think of the year, and the fact that. They decided to play Trevor Simeon instead of Taysom Hill is hilarious because they paid Taysom Hill. And if there was ever a time where the decision was easy to start him and then they just did it. So I guess that shows you exactly what they think about Taysom Hill as a real quarterback. It's never going to happen. Go Falcons, by the way. They're kind of figuring yeah, it out. Um, yeah. Falcons are currently a playoff team. Uh, Crazy. And – you know that what? Giants game really screwed us, Samir. We'd be in that spot right yeah. now, which is insane to think about. We would. And same with the Washington game. I know. But seeing this team grow is kind of cool with, you know, the guys like Patterson and Pitts kind of being thrown together with Matty Ice. And they're just kind of like, they're just like a renegade team. Like, they don't, like guys, they're winning games when Calvin really doesn't play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. All right. Let's talk about the best game of the weekend, the game that restored my hope in humanity and of the world coming back to normal, the Denver Broncos and the Dallas Cowboys live from Jerry World, watching Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon steamroll the Dallas Cowboy defense. Holy macro. My sentence is, wow, it took me that much. I got to watch Cowboys get punched in the face for free. Holy crap. That was beautiful. You guys like my announcer uh, voice there? Holy crap! Yeah, that was um, that was um. Oh religious. my god, that, that was, was a religious. Was, I literally said in the group chat that was poetry. That was very nice. Yeah, um, the 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 Cowboys' second half collapse. If it happens, I would not be surprised. It happens every year, and they're just that team. It seems like, and if that happens again, color me. Ah. Uh, I would love that, Samir. As much as I would love that, I'm not reading too much into this. I don't think Dak was incredibly 100% healthy. Yes, this was fun. But I think when you're a team like the Cowboys, you got to take your best and your worst. Worst win or worst loss, best win. Take them, throw them both out. Cowboys are still a good team. I still think the Cowboys are a damn good football team. And Dak Prescott might not have been all the way back. Oh, and before I go, can I break this news? Can I break some news right now? Breaking news. Uh, we just talked about the Panthers. Uh, 
After two days of testing, exams revealed that Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold has a fractured scapula, uh, which is going to most likely lead him to missing several weeks. Yeah, P.J. Walker's stepping in. Wait, Uh, I didn't know scapula was a thing until Jimmy Neutron when I was a kid. Is he Carl Weezer? (laughs) He looks like him. Yo, I can't see that now. All right. Uh, boys, by the way, for the rest of the one-sentence game's existence, I will be doing that announcer voice to intro- introduce every single game. Love it. Nice. Nice. All right. Samir, you want to get – you think you got w- time for one more game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's do the Vikings-Ravens. Oh, live from M&T Bank Stadium where the Baltimore Ravens came out slow as molasses, but yet, Kirk, I suck in prime time. You like that, Cousins. And, Mike, I don't know how I'm still coaching a team, Zimmer – were able to somehow make this an overtime game. But unfortunately for them, they are just a garbage organization. The Baltimore Ravens taking the victory here. My one sentence is, well, why the hell are they still this coaching quarterback? Kellen Mond time. <laughs> um, you go, Jimmy. No, go ahead. Oh, sorry. oh, shit. Sure. No, yeah, no. no, really, uh, you. Go, you go. Th- I mean, this meme has been circulating, but the Lamar comebacks uh, are for real. And I was a doubter, and I said, oh, what happens when we have to come back? He wins games. I, I can't hate on the guy anymore. But does he win playoff games? That's what we're going to find out this year, Samir. Um, my job, my uh, one sentence is AFC North, you had one job. Bears, Vikings. I needed you guys to freaking beat up our division. Selfishly, the Browns I'm talking about here. AFC North. And both of you guys failed. Came up really close. Got my hopes up and failed. So, screw you guys. And Minnesota. What a joke. God, that must be the most frustrating team to root for in the NFL. Uh, That's why my father doesn't really watch football unless I put it on for him. Is he a Vikings fan? He is a Vikings fan. Poor guy. Fran Tarkenton. That's the reason. Yeah. All right, Samir, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you for giving us all your effort today. Sorry, our uh, our rantings uh, about financial planning went late. You're good, man. It's all right. Samir will be back, of course, for our of course uh, live, on Thursday live show, which, of course, as we're saying, is the most fun part of my week and should be anyone else's week. Oh my god! It, it, where else do you get encouraged to drink while you're on air, except for Samir, because he's underage. Oh, of course. But still, like when you watch, like it's like you're with us. If you just like anytime you tweet or anything, like Jared, throw that up. We'll have conversations with you. Come on by. It's a lot of fun. Exactly. Like stop in the booth, man. You never know who's going to stop by. That's right. We hold court like the Godfather. Everyone just can kind of come in and out. All right, JD, it's you and me for the rest of the rest of the ride there, Cowboys. Bye, Samir. Love you. Be safe. Make good choices. Bye, guys. Don't make good choices. Do it. I won't. Um. All right. Live from wow, I dropped myself off. Didn't break it though. That's me and Jared are just cannibalizing the show. We're just kicking them out one by one. Live from wherever the hell the Bengals play in Cincinnati, Ohio, where Skyline Chili is overrated. Uh, They're not even the best football team in their city. And Joe Burrow looks like a will you let me talk? You said wherever they play. I'm telling you, Jim Brown Stadium. Jim Brown Stadium. Why is Jim Brown Stadium? He plays for the other team. Uh, no, the Browns are named after him. He started the Bengals. That's why he's, he did both. He coached for the Browns Paul and Brown. started – or Paul Brown. Sorry, did I say Jim Brown? Yeah, you said Paul Jim Brown. Paul Brown Stadium. Paul Brown Apologize. Stadium. 
Oh my lord! But he least... he started the Bengals. Um, and okay, you know what? I'm done with that sentence. You you throw me off my groove. Um, sorry. What? I, I screwed you. Again, I um, did call Donovan Peoples Jones scoring a breakaway touchdown. So heck yeah. DPJ greater sign OBJ. Also, I'm about to drop drop kick Jarvis Landry into a free agent market. I am done using him in fantasy. Yeah, he's not a great fantasy player. That's why I drafted him. Holy, hey, he gets a lot of volume kicks. Oh, I forgot Baker. Kevin's like Baker, throw left. Okay, coach. Baker, throw yep. right. Got it, coach. Hand the ball off. Bootleg. Hit tight ends. Yeah. Hit comeback routes. There is like, like to me, like the whole. Lord Jarvis Landry just frustrates me in fantasy. What is your sentence, Jay-Z? JD? I needed this, guys. I really needed this. Bengals start to run their mouth. They act like anyone cares. Uh, my sentence is clearly this. Cincinnati is in Kentucky. It's not in Ohio. We've never looked at it as a part of our state. They are beneath us. Their chili is hot puke garbage. Um, they're bad sports fans, and all of them wish they had the loyalty of Cleveland. Uh, and like the niceness of a city of like Columbus, they're just not in Ohio. They suck, and um, I thoroughly enjoyed beating them by a lot, and putting them back in their place. Also, the progressive commercials at home with Baker Mayfield—they should start doing some with the summer home down in Cincinnati uh, because that is also his home. Because since he's been the Brown, he owns Paul Brown Stadium and the Bengals seven and one record. Um, I think he's throwing a shit ton of touchdowns as well. So that we needed that. The the organization needed that. Fair enough. That was my screw Cincy rant. Not a Cincy guy. If you haven't noticed. Well, this one's going to hurt me a little bit. Live from that weird area in the northeastern section of Florida, where my, me and JD Super Bowl AFC pick, took on Urban Meyer, his finger butt ways, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I was more dumbfounded by Josh Allen sacking Josh Allen, Josh Allen intercepting Josh Allen, Josh Allen forcing a fumble of Josh Allen, and Josh Allen beating Josh Allen. Josh Allenception, maybe. Yeah, my brain hurts. And there's no, like, Tom Hardy or Ellie Page or any of these other actors, Leo DiCaprio, to save me. All I've got is a 9-6 game, and my brain hurts. Oh, Lord, thank God I didn't put this in my parlay. Um, My one sentence is, any given Sunday, that's it. Don't read into this game. I think the ja- the, the Bills are going to come out and kick the teeth in, out of the Jets on Sunday. God bless the Jets. It's going to be ugly. Um, My sentence is, there's nothing more dangerous than a horny Urban Meyer. Because he's 2-2 two and two since being a hornball. Go Jags. That's it. That's all I got to say. Fair enough. This game, was, this game was hot garbage if you actually watched any of it. Live from the real team that plays in Hard Rock Stadium, the only team that actually matters in the in the state of in the city of Miami, the Miami Hurricanes. Their little brother team, the Miami Dolphins, who are a joke of a franchise, took on the Houston Texans. Well, here the problem. Houston Texans got Tyrod Taylor. Oh, I'm sorry. I was corrected by Kevin 3,000 fucking times. Tyrod Taylor took on the Dolphins in what we dubbed the loser bowl. The Texans had one job, pull off the upset, give the Eagles a better draft pick, and give Jared two points for an upset. Those fuckers couldn't do anything. This was disappointing. My My one sentence is, God, this game was worse than advertised. 
That's it. Um, my sentence is Oh, Brissett should start the rest of the year, by the way. Uh the Texans and the Dolphins. Like anyone who is interested in Deshaun Watson, after it's over, it just felt icky. That's my sentence. Because they both tried to court Deshaun Watson and the whole thing just felt icky. And the game mm-hmm. felt icky. All right. Now to the game. It's going to break my heart. I thought that Live was from South Philadelphia where the newly revamped and newly running the ball. I don't understand how that's possible for the Philadelphia Eagles. West Philadelphia. Nope. Born and raised. That's where I really thought you were about to go. But I was not going to do a freshman to <laughs> Bel Air rap. This is my Superman <laughs> announcer voice. Meanwhile, um, Basically, yeah, in Sorry. in South Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles somehow duked it out with the Los Angeles Chargers. I was asked, would they have done this four weeks ago? I said, no, we would have gotten beaten by 30. This is a new Eagles team. I am not heartbroken by this. Honestly, if there was ever a good loss, this is about as good a loss you could take. Devontae Smith looked like a number one receiver. The defense until Darius Slay got hurt looked good. And they ran the football, J.D. They ran the football. They did run the football. And no turnovers. They seem to run the football with whatever uh, Eagles running back I don't pick up that week. I don't know. Oh, no. I've I've banned Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott from my team. All I keep now is Howard and Well, I had Gainwell last week, and then it was Scott, and then I picked up Scott, and then this week it was nothing. It was uh, – So I always just keep – the. Jordan Howard's a batter. I just, I, it's pro talent to me. Boston Scott only plays well in week 16, 17, 18. That's the rules of his contract. The, the Eagles are scrappy, um, which is exactly like, honestly, if you're a Philly fan, like I'm kind of jealous. For a team I don't think was very good going into the season, I still don't think it is a great team. They're really scrappy and they have enough pieces um, that even when they lose and they compete, that's kind of all you want to see this season, especially knowing all the draft. This picks is 2016 coming. 2.0. Yeah, this except, is not except, like a bad place to be as an Eagles Except fan. our quarterback's not a redneck diva. Basically, Carson Wentz is a Nashville Broadway girl. Morgan Way, Morgan Way. Right. Song and I, I know I'm saying more than a sentence here, but I also got to comment on the Chargers. They are tough to figure out because um, I just don't think they're very good. And they're de- they have real problems on defense. And – they're not going to win playoff games with this defense. The Eagles the basically right don't. If it wasn't for that last drive, that game, the Eagles, the Chargers got plays downfield off of missed tackles and missed coverage assignments on the defense. Jonathan Gaiden shouldn't have a job, or at least he should be in fear for his job. But, you know, the Chargers, like, the Chargers are still better than the Chiefs. That is no question in my mind. Well, but sure. But I, I think. Like, I still think charge win that division. Honestly, I think they do. Well, but I I don't know if they win a playoff game with the way this defense plays. Um, they don't have to. The Bills and the Titans are in their conference. Yeah. All right. Um. Speaking of the Chiefs, Chiefs and Chargers. Mean in the no, frozen tundra. Oh no, I'm sorry. Not in the frozen tundra. In the overhyped and kind of annoying stadium named Arrowhead. The most annoying fan base in football, and their rabid fans, and their annoying quarterback's brother, and their really screechy voiced wife. And those Chiefs took on the Green Bay Packers minus Captain COVID Aaron Rodgers um, as they took on what with Jordan Love. And with his debut, his mother and 
his girlfriend were seated by the petty and stupid Chiefs organization. Oh my god! At the highest peak of the highest mountain of Chiefs Kingdom, and Lord, for the most, for another reason and another reason only, the their only saving grace, by the way, is Andy Reid. Because God, I love Big Red, but the Chiefs suck. And that should prove it because they should have kicked the living daylights out of the Packers and only won by seven, I believe. Six, ten, whatever. Who cares? It was six. 13-7. Six. 13-7 final score from Arrowhead. And holy smacks, my one sentence is, karma's a bitch, Kansas City. Get used to it. Um, My sentence is, Packer fans, Start being nicer to Aaron Rodgers because Jordan Love ain't it. All right, he's had a year and a half to sit. He ain't it. And you're all going to be mad pissed when Aaron Rodgers out here winning Super Bowls with the Browns next year because you guys were all mean to him. Aaron. I'm just going to talk that into existence, by the way. Oh, no, you're Aaron, good. Aaron Rodgers and Browns. This is, by the way, this realizes you and me have gone, uh, you have gone duos on a show since our college football preview. We all know how much of a wild card show that was. That was fun, though. I, we actually, and I, I feel like we did well, too. It's kind of played out semi like we talked about. We're also not going to talk though. about the clusterfuck that's the ACC. Well, yeah, but I don't think anyone saw that quite coming. But Yeah, Wake Forest is going to win that division in that, that conference. That scares me. Um, they were the worst team in that conference for, like, what, 20 years? Um, anyway, back to the other side of the, of the country into the desert where the Cardinals traveled to Levi Stadium to take on the Kyle Shanahan-led 49ers. I actually heard today by a very respected podcast host that Kyle Shanahan may be worse than Matt Nagy. And for the first time in my life, I may have started to believe him. The Cardinals smacked the living daylights without Kyler Murray, their MVP candidate, with Colt Hook'em Horns McCoy. As it says, right. By the way, has any quarterback ever been just more effective off the rip besides like like the Nick Foles of the world than Colt McCoy? He comes in and always plays solid. I gotta give him some credit. Yeah, My sense is simply this: 49ers suck, man, and Shanahan is not a good coach. I'm not ready to say Shanahan's not a good coach. Um, I'm saying he's like a good to- OC, but he's not a good head coach. Well, I think next year's big to really kind of figure that out to see if he can develop Trey Lance. Uh, I think that'll be more of a key. But um, my sentence is, uh, as I don't want to say, like, not impressed, because I have been impressed as, I guess, low as I could be on an 8-1 and Cardinals team. I have been saying I don't think they're as good as their record shows. This was a very impressive win to me, the fact that Colt McCoy could come out here and they could still execute with the offense and – beat a division opponent uh, by two touchdowns. I also want to pat myself on the back a little bit. I had 49ers last in that division in our preseason thing. Um, and their record looks like it's going to be around where I thought, which was like six, seven wins. I did have them in third, so I right. wasn't that far off. Because they were both- in the Super Bowl two years ago. Like, it's insane, but it just. <sighs> that 2019 was a weird year. Like, it was. a healthy so like like we could talk about is a healthy Seattle team beats them, a healthy Green Bay team. Uh, well, actually, no. To be honest, Green Bay was off. A healthy Philly team in twenty nineteen um, probably beats them. 
Like there were like five and well teams. game planned. Green Bay team beats them. Oh they, yeah, well game. Yeah, the the Eagles, Cardinals, well Eagles, plan. Packers, and oh, good, Seahawks man. all at full strength and well game planned would have kicked the daylights out of this, the the Four Niners. Yeah, Packers. Also, blew that one. What? The Packers definitely blew that playoff game. Oh yeah, the Packers also wasted their appearance by knocking the Seahawks out, and of course, you know, Clowney basically um, Mortal combating Carson Wentz. They, and the 49ers yeah. did a Falcons. They had that one year. Yeah, but the and even Falcons though they have a lot of the same personnel. The Falcons kicked the shit out of everybody they played in 2016. Yeah. I'm just saying, like the next year, like the following years, yeah. even though they have a lot of the same personnel, you can't really explain why they're not very good, but they're not very good. One of my favorite moments of 2016 was the Eagles, like, basically taking them to school. And it was like made no sense. I was like, we beat the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl runner-ups. Let's go. Um, back to Sunday night football, where our your amazing, gorgeous, and man handsome host did it, made his betting debut with a two-leg parlay of Adrian Peterson scoring a touchdown, proving once and for all that dinosaurs can play football. And also the Amen. Tennessee Titans proving that a good game plan, a coach willing to cut off his member for a Super Bowl, and a quarterback who is not just a game manager but a wide receiver at heart can win games against a team that literally tries to be the L.A. Dodgers of football. Gotta love Sunday night, man. Always prime time. Also, Adrian Peterson scoring a touchdown was the ultimate, like, yes. I love Thank that. You for a great betting weekend. Um, The Titans have beaten the Chiefs, not in this order, but the last four games, the Chiefs, the Colts, the Rams. Bills, the Bills, and the Rams. Yeah, um, the Chiefs are the second. Holy shit. McAfee today called them the second best team in football. I said, they're, they're top three because – even without Derrick Henry, they they actually use their full playbook and their defense plays well. They deserve to be called like a top probably five, three Here's team. The I part still three. don't like I they've given me so much reason to believe in them, and I do think they're good. And I, I thought they'd win that division before the year. I do think they're good. I think Jane, a lot of it is Brable can get those guys up for big games. Uh, they've been killer in prime time. I'm just still not bought in, especially without Henry, that this team is a real threat in the AFC. I really just don't if think they, they are. make it to the second round of the playoffs, I heard, division round, there's a shot he could make it for the division round. Yeah, it all comes down to seeding and who they would play. But I just, I just don't. But I will say, um, A.J. Brown's one of the most underrated receivers in the league, man. He's a dog. He's top 10 to me, no question. Yeah, he's a dog. I feel like he doesn't get his his flowers, so here I am giving him his flowers. A.J., I'm I'm a fan. There you go. I know he's a listener. Last but not least, Bears and Steelers from Monday night, a game that uh, your favorite host wish he didn't fall asleep during, but getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning has his disadvantages. The Steelers should have won by more than seven, but almost lost and were gift-wrapped a couple drives by the referees as they prove once and for all refs are subhuman slime, and that will always be a thing. My sentence is simply this. In the battle of bad teams on Monday Night Football, there was nothing. The only winner was the fans because it was pure entertainment. It was pure entertainment. doesn't necessarily mean it was great football. 
Um, this game had it all. It had a ref circus show. It had two special teams turnovers, one return for a touchdown. It had a missed extra point, but yet like three 50 plus yard field goals made. It also had Matt Nagy attempting like a 66 yard field goal with a guy who's got a leg, like who can maybe get it 60. And it came up about 10 yards short, but the angle looked like it doinked off and was the funniest thing in the world. Cause everyone thought it was a doink to lose and it ended up being like 15 yards short which was funny uh but this game had it all i will throw it out there obviously i'm biased i love me some justin fields on a personal level um but it is nice to see him a couple weeks in a row here kid can play football can the bears put anything around him that's to come to find out the next couple years hopefully this next regime can do something with him because the kid can play football he's good at the game he reminds me a lot of deshaun watson early in his career I'm not saying he's going to be Deshaun Watson, but he reminds me a lot of it. I think as long as they take care of him physically first, first, he's getting destroyed, dude. He is getting destroyed. He can't get a roughing call, by the way, but still, even when he leaves the pocket and is vulnerable, he is getting wrecked. He's got to learn how to go down. Yeah. Learning how to get sacked is like the way, like the the Tom Brady method. Learn how to get sacked. That is the best. He's been sliding pretty good when he's running. The problem is like, He's a, baseball so he a baseball background. He's a baseball background. He's an incredible he? baseball player. Uh, yeah, he yeah. So he knows played college no baseball. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. he's actually a very good slider. The problem is, and I don't really blame him per se, um, he is just getting, like, blindsided from the back end. I mean, that I don't know maybe, who their left tackle is, but Maybe Jace, Jace, the dinosaur formerly known as Jason Peters should not be your answer at left tackle. Is that who's playing? I think so. Yeah, whoever it is, their own line's bad in general, but it'll be interesting to see if they could try to build no line around it, Tim. It, uh, it will be fun. I'm not going to lie. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to see because, like, he had some rough outings to start, and it's like, I don't blame him because, man, this is bad, but he's too good to be this bad, even with the offensive line and stuff. So go, go, Justin. Sure enough. Well, I have no last call today because I was going to rant about Tyler Van Dyke and the Hurricanes, but every time I do, they, like, you know, I'm just going to say, as a Hurricanes fan, I'm happy. As an Eagles fan, I'm optimistic. Yeah, you're in an optimistic place as a sports fan. Yeah, it's weird. My Timberwolves have young stars and possibly, like, the next big superstar in the NBA, possibly. Yeah, no, they actually are playing good. Yeah, and then the Hurricanes have their best quarterback they've had since, like, Ken Dorsey. Shout out the Bucks. Shout out the Bucks going to the White House, by the way. They got to do that. That Um, Fun Fun for them. Well, at least they can climb stairs. Um, The um, (laughs) the the craziest thing to me about, like, I was gonna, I was going, I went on this whole rant about Miami with Kevin. Is that as much as I love and respect De'Ara King, he wasn't a quarterback first, and that's why he struggled in Miami's offense. Yeah, because Miami's offense is built for quarterbacks. It's a it's reminds a, me of Boykin for TCU back yo, like five Jamal or six years Boykin ago. The boy. But he was a receiver too to start, and he yeah, had a lot of receiver he's a, tendencies. He was a backup for Russ for how many years? Three. He was probably years? a better quarterback than King, but um, oh, oh, here's the thing about King is King, honestly, but he had receiver tendencies. King for was sure. a better leader. King was a great leader, and that's what like helped yeah. him kind of transition. But what, what Van Dyke does, I think Van Dyke kind of won the locker room when he said about Florida. He, he talked shit about uh, North Carolina State and then backed it up. Yeah, yep, so, got to back it up. Exactly. Hey, listen, he did back it up because uh, if I don't remember, uh, David Pollock, he had uh, oh, yeah. three touchdowns, three yards passing, only uh, I think it was like 30 of 40 for passing. I'll say this too. 
Derek King kind of reminds me of like JT Barrett. His talent is minimal, but it's almost like, how do you not play the kid? He's such a good kid and such a good leader and his team respects him so much. Now JT Barrett, I do think much better. Obviously he's the big 10 leader in almost every stat because he played all four years, but like by the end of JT Barrett's tenure, I was like, okay, I love JT. He wins football games but he is never going to be a national championship winning quarterback because he's just not that good in modern day football, but he'll win the big 10 every year. Derek King, not as good, but similar guy to where they make it tough to bench them because of how good of people they are and how much they have the locker room. And I think you guys fell victim to that. And I don't blame you at all because he's like, you, you, you hate to bench that kid because you're rooting for that kid because he's such a good dude, good leader coming off of an injury. That's a tough situation to be in, 100%. And I don't envy Miami having to make that decision. So there, that's me saying nice things about Miami. There you there go. go. I, I'm very happy you, did, you said that because, uh, you know, I know how, how much how, – I give you a lot of shit, but that's a tough situation. I, I, you know what? Honestly, we, we might win out. Honestly, our next two games are Virginia Tech and Duke. And, Heck yeah, um, go win a decent bowl game. And, yeah, and then and next year we have, we have another top 10 recruiting class coming in or top 15. Yeah, you stole our one five-star corner, you prick. What? I said you stole our top five-star our five star corner, you prick. DBU is back in business, baby. Oh, stop. Um, stop that. I, listen, we were – hey, listen, the 2000s, we produced more like first-round safeties than anybody in the league. Speaking um, of DBU, which is Ohio State, that freaking pick – oh, yeah. Dude, do you want to talk about the last like five, six years? Okay. Denzel Ward LSU six ha- was sick nasty. Okay, Denzel Ward, yes. But like LSU for now still has your beat. Theirs are old though. Um, if you look at like the last couple years, I don't know. It's close. It's close. It is close. Yeah. If you talk about hey, Tommy, listen, Jay, what, Jay, sucks, Jay, what, what what sucks really, is uh it's really sad when Alabama's best corner they've had in the last couple of years to come out as Trayvon Diggs. Ooh, yeah. He I mean, I guess Marlon, Mar- no, Marlon Humphrey, but like he's dropped off a little bit this year. Now he doesn't have Peters on the other side of him. Yeah. I, actually, it's a tough time to claim DBU when the Damon Arnett stuff's going on. So we'll, we'll, we'll table that conversation. Hey, listen, he's <laughs> a top. He, listen, hey, at least he's a good. He's a. Uh, Denzel Ward was gonna, healthy, a, though. I was going to make a, a gun joke. Corner. I was going to make a gun joke. And I just said, Denzel know, Ward, biggest thing against him is he can't stay healthy, but when healthy, he's a top three corner, man. He's a freak. Dude's a freak. Oh, yeah. All right. And what he did to Joe Burrow was mean. Oh, Poor yeah. kid. All right. We are about an hour and a half right now. I yeah. am passing on my chair. This is what you do for This is what we do for y'all. So we do That's for right. uh, the, the, the draft. Grind. Ladies and gentlemen, that is another edition of the Quarter of the Podcast. Shout out to Jake and Samir for stopping by for a little bit today as well. I know they're very busy schedules. But, of course, me and my uh, my rookie, J.D. Davis, hung in here for the whole 12 rounds. That's right. Um, we will catch you on Thursday for the Corner Booth pregame. You know, it's a, it's the weekend's pregame. We are here to get your weekend kicked off right. I am going to go cook pasta and eat food and just be happy. Um, we'll catch y'all on Thursday. And remember, no taunting. Because the NFL is officially back. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.